Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and the Uncluttered Office Podcast. So if you're watching this on video, you're seeing that I'm outside in my garden. We were working on this over the last few days, and it dawned on me there are a lot of parallels between gardening and working on your business or your life. So I thought I would sort of illustrate that by being out here. And for those of you who can't see, I have a beautiful fountain behind me. You can maybe hear it in the background over the lawnmower that's out there somewhere in the distance because it wouldn't be Saturday if there wasn't a lawnmower. So let's talk how gardening correlates with planning in your business or your life. When you're looking at your business, there are times that you're looking at the big picture and there are times that you're very focused on the details. So in this garden, there are about six raised beds behind me and they, two of them are for herbs and the other four are various sort of textural plants. And I spend a lot of time focused on weeding the herb gardens, so much so that I can tell you that before all six of these gardens were uh, vegetables and herbs. And it became way too much work for me. So my husband and I talked about it last year and we transferred it over to be two of herbs, which is much more manageable for me. And the other four are just now very pretty textural grasses and such. All good for our climate and our zone and perennial because I don't want to have to plant things every year. So you can see that I've been very detail focused in this garden. Well, interestingly enough, the guy showed up yesterday to work on the yard. And I said to my husband, why are they here? What do they need to do? And he started to explain that there were sections of this garden we just had not taken care of. And they were on the periphery, on the perimeter of this yard, these particular gardens. And I said, oh my gosh, I didn't even notice because I've been so focused in on the details, I hadn't gone in that 5,000 view, 5,000 foot view, like you would from an airplane, to look down and see the whole picture or the big picture. Now, generally, I tend to be a big picture person. There's times you need to be focused on the details and times you need to be big picture. And there's times to notice what's on the periphery that you could be doing better in your business. It might be some little thing like, um, well, this is actually a big thing following up with people. So how are there systems you could put into place that would help you make sure that you're keeping up with folks? For example, I just started a new CRM actually in Visita, which is my calendar program. So when I was away in Carolina Beach, 
with Andrea Anderson and Barbara Hemphill, et cetera, of Productive Environment Institute, the first thing Andrea noticed was I didn't really have my back-end admin set up properly for the direction I'm going with my business. So she told me, look, you can just use Vesita, connect it with Stripe, and then you'll be able to have a CRM database right there of your clients. Such an easy thing, a system I already had. I didn't have to spend extra money. But the only way I could see that, right, was to get away so that I could see the big picture as we were looking over the business. Now, there were details that were involved in that, right? So that's where you have your focused, uh, strategic, tactical things you need to do. This wind is really blowing. It's kind of fun. But I had to get big picture with somebody else. So I strongly recommend if you tend to get bogged down in details, Take time out of your business once every three months, maybe once every month, and spend time really looking at everything in the business that maybe you hadn't thought of. It's worth your while. I can tell you, I've got things now listed on Asana that I had not been doing, sort of ignoring. And, and it's funny because I tell my virtual admin, I'm like, if I put it out into like three months in the future, it's just to let, remind us that we need to get back to that at some point. I generate a ton of ideas. I'm already thinking about the next program I'm going to bring out. I'm just launching this one that I'm putting out now, which is the Epic Office Transformation, which is going to be this amazing, fun program. I really cannot start thinking about the next program, right? So brilliant idea. Set it somewhere where you won't forget it, where something in your calendar will pop up and remind you at a later date. That really helps big picture people pay attention to the details. The other thing you can do is, is if you have a huge, huge project, break it down into small tasks. So when I'm weeding out here in this garden, I tend to come out and do one bed at a time. I don't try to weed the entire garden all at once because I get frustrated and upset. And then I've wasted my entire Saturday morning in this garden. I mean, look, it's beautiful. It's a great place to be. It's not a total waste. But that's not always how I want to be spending my time, right? And I'd rather be doing other things. So this morning, we were watching a little television. We were watching the football. It's now football season. I can't believe it's fall out here. Kind of. It's really technically still summer. But you can tell the weather's changing. It's a little cooler. I've got a sweater on and I'm not overheated. So we're definitely getting into that season. And I find that a lot of people believe that September is more like their beginning of their year, much like the back to school year. I know I do. I do a lot of planning and a lot of launching and a lot of things are going on in my business in September. It's a very exciting time. So let's see. I talked about big picture versus focusing on details. Let's talk about pruning and weeding. When I was weeding in the side of the house, I noticed there were several very large weeds. And I'm a do-it-yourselfer. I can manage things pretty darn well. And I pulled most of the weeds, but I had one that, no lie, this weed was taller than I am, and I'm five foot four. So I knew there was no way I could pull it out. I tried a couple times. It was way too huge. And I was afraid I would break off the root. And there's no point in pulling a weed unless you get the root, right? So yeah, I could have gone back and gotten a shovel and done all kinds of crazy things. But I just simply decided it'd be way easier if my husband, who was actually taller than this weed, <laughs> would take the weed out. So what's the point of that? The point is, ask for help. If something's really hard for you, if you're struggling with it, 
Maybe it's just not in your zone of genius. It may not even be in your zone of competence. Don't keep spinning your wheels trying to do something that is very hard for you. Get somebody into your business who can help you with it. I always use the the, uh, example of bookkeeping. It is just not my strength. I'm great at invoicing. I'm great at reading a P&L. I totally know how to deal with an income statement. I understand where my cash flow is in my business. I keep all my receipts. I even file them by month. My bookkeeper will tell you she's trained me really well. But when it comes to inputting that data, I want to tear my eyes out. I cannot stand inputting that data. I can't interpret it or figure it out I, to the best of my ability for the IRS. And I really don't want to get in trouble, right? So I have a bookkeeper and she comes in every four to six weeks and she takes care of all my books. And it's absolutely fantastic. I love it so much because that is her zone of genius. She's brilliant at it. Wonderful. Hire someone who knows what they're doing. Um, You can apply this too to the big picture versus detail focus. So I said that I'm mostly big picture in my business. My virtual admin is amazing with details. We get stuff done. Why do we get stuff done? One, I have a coach. And that coach tells me like, you better get this done. (laughs) I'm a big fan of external accountability. It definitely helps me stay on track. So thanks, Jen. But then on the other side is Heather. And Heather is great at all this back-end admin stuff that I'm just terrible at. I do not know how to properly set up a campaign, an active campaign, to make sure that this program is getting out to my people. I can write all the content. I can kind of edit in there or maybe insert a photograph. But really, the brilliance is Heather. She knows how to put that all together to make it happen. So if you're like me and you're great at getting the first 80% done, hire out. Find someone else to help you with the weeds. Weeding is also important because you have to make space for things to grow. And that goes with pruning, right? So there's a couple of plants out here that we've had to prune. And we've had to prune them because we're getting ready to transplant them. I'll get to transplanting next. Stay with pruning. In order for something to grow really well, it sometimes need to be, needs to be pruned. So if you're running your own business, it's you. Sorry, but it is. So you need to take a look at your habits. What are things that might be getting in your way? What could you be doing better with your time or your management skills? Do you need to go get some training? Do you need to hire somebody that's balancing what are your weaknesses? And I use weaknesses lightly because I really don't believe in giving anyone a hard time. Everyone has their own amazing abilities, but there are things you're just simply not good at. We can't be good at everything, right? I'm a recovering perfectionist, I can tell you. So I've certainly had clients who have had to take a look and say, uh, we want to go to digital and we don't know how to get there. All right, let's find someone who can help them set up the right digital system for them. Um, another client who didn't know how to do project management and wanted to figure out how she could set up her um, all her tasks in one place so that her team could help her. That was a pruning away of a bad habit, a bad habit of just slapping it into Facebook Messenger or writing it on a Post-it note or sending out an email. If everything streamlines into one project management system, then everybody is on the same page and knows what's going on. Nothing wrong with doing a little pruning here and there. It could be anything of your habits. Take that sort of 5,000 foot view, right? And look down and see 
what's out there on the perimeter you might not be paying attention to. So for me, my wake-up call was cancer. I learned that I had to take care of myself first. I had to put my oxygen mask on first. What does that mean? It means that pretty much every day I exercise first thing in the morning. I do that because it helps me get focused and motivated for my day. And I feel like I took care of myself first. It's really important you take care of you, whether you work for yourself or work for someone else, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a working mom, whether you're a working dad or a stay-at-home dad, whatever your job in life is, it's important to take care of you. So I really strongly encourage you, do that pruning, figure out what it is in your life that kind of needs to go, that you need to let go of so that you can grow. All right, weeding, pruning, we did big picture and detail focus. Let's talk about that transplanting process. So we prune these plants because we need to transplant them. We need to transplant them because we've run out of space in certain sections of the garden. There are sections, and actually there's this big hole in the back where we've never planted anything. What just so happens, we've got a popcorn viburnum that is getting very large, and it's right next to several large red buds. And the peonies underneath the red buds are kind of getting choked out. They need more sun. And the best thing we could do at this point is to transplant that popcorn viburnum into an area where we don't have anything else so that we can move the peonies and give everything space to grow. So as you can see, transplanting is also about your growth. It's about thinking about the ideas in your life. Okay, I was an interior designer. Now I'm doing productivity consulting. I'm still working with the same clients. I'm still working with offices. I'm still very much B2B. I also do work with the individual clients frequently in home offices. That is still in that space of office. And it's not that I never help someone choose a chair or a desk. It's that I no longer am doing the hardcore project management piece of it. I'm not overseeing construction teams. I'm coming in and consulting with companies. I did a reinvention after I had cancer. I decided I just didn't love that piece of the business anymore. And that took some time. It wasn't immediate. Over time, I studied with Productive Environment Institute, and I really found that's my genius. It's the ability to help people learn how to be more productive. And I wanted that to be not just about setting up the space, but also about how they manage time, manage systems, how you manage time, how you manage systems. Who am I kidding? Anyone, I love to work with people who are thinking about how they can be better people in the world. And I love to work with companies who are all about the well-being of their employees. And part of your well-being is finding better strategies. Maybe that means transplanting. Maybe that's taking one idea and putting it somewhere else. No longer strictly designing, but certainly consulting around it. And all these design skills still come into play. It's not like I don't have to see the vision. I still may have to do a floor plan and help people figure out where their employees should go. There's lots of things to think about when you're dealing with a productive environment. And certainly, the interior design background helps me do that. And I also still really love it. I really do. I love getting offices the way, way they're meant to be and, and showing a company's corporate culture through their environment. Super fun stuff. But think about what you have already and how you could use it in a new way. What's some skill you have from way back when 
that maybe you're not honoring right now that would be super amazing and applicable to your business. The last thing, and with gardens, this is so true. It is all about patience with the process. So from everything to a seed being planted in your garden and having that faith that it will grow to my great spring joy of not having paid attention to the front garden and discovering I had rose slugs, which I know are technically called sawflies. So everybody stay with me. In the first stage, they're actually slugs. They actually were like little worms. I got to hang out with a lot of them. And they were all over my roses. And every day I would go out and I would take hundreds off those plants. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Literally, physically had to squeeze them. They have no useful purpose. The reason I didn't just use a pesticide or something to get rid of them is because we keep a completely organic garden. I don't use pesticides anywhere in this garden at all. So I had to go out there and get rid of them by hand because otherwise they become soft flies. And yes, we did get a couple of soft flies, more than a couple, like 100 soft flies. And then I had to go out there almost daily with an organic spray to get rid of them. But the reason I put so much time and love into this is because bees love roses and we have a bee population problem, right? So that was a lot of patience. That was a lot of getting up in the morning and dealing with something that wasn't the most fun task ever. But I was pretty determined to save my roses. And I have to tell you, one of the rose bushes looked completely decimated. I was sure it was a goner. But the fact is, with time, with patience, with working at it a little bit every day, you see where we're going with this, I was able to get rid of those rose slugs and get rid of as many soft flies as possible. Do I think I got them all? No, I probably didn't. I mean, let's be honest, I'll, I'll find out next spring. I also know now that this is a possibility and I'm going to be paying more attention in the spring so I can get on it a lot sooner than I did this year. I had kind of neglected that part of the garden, just assumed it was fine. I mean, those rose plants have been there for six, seven years. There was never a problem. Just in case I hadn't gotten a lesson the first time, then I got Japanese beetles. You can't make this stuff up. And then I had to do the same thing, go out and squeeze Japanese beetles, which is way yuckier than squeezing rose slugs, I just have to tell you. So in any rate, things take time. You have to have patience. Sometimes you're going to put a system in place and it's not going to work. You're going to evaluate it. You're going to see what's going well with it. And then you're going to try something else. And that's Okay. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to try. Hey, listen, 53, I went surfing. Uh, do you know how many times I fell? I fell way more than I got up. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes in order to learn. Just give yourself some space. Make sure you have your patience. Keep in mind that you need to have big picture and detail focus. I almost said that backwards. Big picture and detail focus. You need to weed and prune your garden, which is also known as your business and your life. You need to be available for the idea of transplanting things when you need more growth. That goes with the pruning and weeding for the growth as well. And then make sure you give yourself time and have patience. Great things come to those who wait. I know it's that old adage and we all just want to say, oh. I used to hate when my grandfather said that 
but that it's true. Those crazy old adages, they're true. It will happen. You know, you can't wait and sit and do nothing. I mean, it's out there squeezing those rose slugs, right? Get out there, enjoy the garden, enjoy a beautiful day. I'm wishing you all success. Thanks so much. And if you love this podcast, please feel free to share it or the video. I absolutely love sharing these gifts with you. And I sincerely hope you take away what you need today. And if what you needed is here and you think someone else needs it, I would be so incredibly grateful for you to share it. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.